So I was thinking um, about this topic sort of last night, and I just want to record what I was thinking of. Um, that is, I started to think about why why do people hate affirmative action, right? Why do people who are at least white or Asian don't, who don't benefit, why do they don't, why do they really become infuriated with affirmative action? I was trying to think of, you know, is it because it's unearned? It's sort of a, it's thought of as an unearned privilege that you could get a job, right? Or get a place in a, in a college admitted without having earned it, quote unquote. And I, I started to compare that to, well, there's unearned inheritance and people feel envious about that, but do they, do they, do they have a legitimate reason to feel envious? Or, I mean, I think you can feel envious. Yes. Everyone wishes that they had a family member that, you know, gifted them a bunch of money, but is it, is it wrong? Is, should it be thought of as wrong or illegal? Well, that depends on your context and your framework. If you believe in private property and you believe that you can, you should be able to do anything with your private property, then gifting a relative uh, money, maybe through inheritance, shouldn't be thought of as, as illegitimate. Now, it can be thought of as unearned, right? If you just are born into a wealthy family and you're, you're being gifted money by a relative, uh, that could be considered unearned. Um, but look at, I think you have to look at, you can't just look at, is it earned or not? You have to look at where does the gift come from or where does the benefit come from? And here's the key point. If you believe in private property rights, then you should believe that, that, uh, people are allowed to do with their property, whatever they want to. And so if we concede that private property rights exist, if we believe that's good, then we should believe that inheritance um, is fine, right? That, well, that we should respect property rights, which is what I believe. And while we may say, well, that's a little, you know, the money that they got was unearned, um, it doesn't make it illegitimate. It doesn't mean that you can't feel envious of somebody else, right? But that's just how life is. Like sometimes life is unfair. Life is actually very unfair. We don't, you know, we're born to certain parents or we're born to a neighborhood, right? With a certain amount of, uh, wealth or social standing, right? You know, look at Kim Kardashian's, um, look at like, you know, Kim Kardashian, right? And her kids, she had what, five kids with billionaire Kanye West. You know, those kids are going to grow up extremely privileged. They're going to get, you know, all the special treatment. They're going to get a pony, right? Probably for their birthday. You know, like I never got any of that, right? And you probably didn't either. Are we a little bit jealous? I think it's natural to be a little bit jealous of a kid that's born into a wealthy family, but is it legitimate to take that wealth away or to to claim it's illegitimate? I don't think so. So I think there is a difference between unearned, like you have to look at where does it come from? Where does this privilege come from? Now, the difference between like an inheritance that's unearned, right? And uh, affirmative action benefits is that the unearned privilege the beneficiary of affirmative action, they, their benefit comes from the state, right? Comes from the state law. It's basically dictating that they should get a benefit, right? And I was thinking about this last night and I think that's where the illegitimacy comes from, you know, and a lot of libertarian or Republican type people 
will often even say, you know, discrimination actually should be illegal because we're allowed to discriminate in our private lives, right? We're allowed to date whoever we want to, right? We're allowed to do business with whoever we want to as a customer. Now, as in this country, as soon as you become a business owner, you're denied this right. You're, you're, you have to like, you know, you have to, the government mandates that you hire, you know, black people or whatever, disabled people. Um, that basically is taking away the, the, the rights of the business owner to discriminate, just like the rights of a customer doesn't have to shop at Walmart, right? It'd be like the government mandating that you make so many trips to Walmart while the government mandates that business owners hire certain types of people. Now, a lot of a lot of libertarians will say discrimination should be allowed everywhere, right? Government shouldn't make mandatory laws, right, that make discrimination illegal. And if you have that thought, I was thinking, well, then why, you know, if, if some libertarians think that discrimination shouldn't be banned, then why are they getting upset about affirmative action law? Because that's basically the company, these companies are saying that they want to discriminate. And a libertarian position sometimes is that we should allow discrimination, right? Because they usually base it on this idea that um, some people might be racist and discriminate towards blacks, but as as a business owner, you're going to do the best thing for your business and you're going to want to hire the best people. And so if it happens to be a black person, right, or an Asian person, you're going to probably hire them. And if you're not, your business will suffer. That's the theory. So if you, if you, If you basically just say the market will work itself out, that's one idea. But um, not even really considering that. If if, if people want there to be, uh, if people if people claim that you know people should be able to discriminate anywhere in in business, personal life, then why are they so upset with the with the companies now discriminating against them? I think it's because it's not like a free choice they're doing. I think it's because it's stemming again from government law. It's stemming from this idea that government is forcing businesses to discriminate. So if a a government is forcing a business to discriminate, that's not the same thing as them discriminating, choosing to do so by themselves. Now, like, yeah, the outcome is there's discrimination. Um. And if you, if you believe the government shouldn't have a say in discrimination, shouldn't ban it, right, then what's, what's the difference? Well, the difference, I guess, is it's the government mandating um, that you should, be, you should be discriminating or else. Um, so I think also you have to make a distinction between when the private sector discriminates and when the government discriminates. So the government discriminating, technically, you know, the government discriminating is different than when a private person, you know, discriminates. Um, and let's see if we can think about why that matters. Well, you know, the government is the state um, and private people are not the state. Right? Private people make decisions all the time. Uh, you know, someone working in government or on behalf of government is acting not on, you know, they should, they're not acting in their personal lives, right? They're acting for some uh, state body that represents the people, the governing body. And I, I have to agree that I don't think 
there should be any discrimination at the state level because, you know, states make the laws and the rules. And um, we're supposed to have equality under the law, right? There, which means we're supposed to treat everybody the same, regardless of race. And so if you start having a government body discriminating against people, um, that, uh, that negates that principle, right? Um, so I think that's why it's wrong. Uh, so I think that discrimination coming from the state is bad and discrimination being dictated to private companies, they're being told to discriminate. That's why all these, you know, these 82 companies that signed up, uh, to support this Supreme Court, you know, they want to support affirmative action. They don't want Supreme Court to challenge it. Um, they did so because the government is, is basically dictating their position on it. The government, through their laws, have said that you need to be discriminating or else you'll get fines, right? You'll get you get all this, this bad stuff happen to you. So the government is the one that actually is the root cause of these corporations' discrimination, right, towards white people and Asian people. That's I think, is the source. So you have to look at the source. Now, I want to go back to this idea of why white and Asian people, they're getting infuriated by, by uh, affirmative action law. And I think it's because, you know, in our society, we, we think of um, something unearned. And I already explained why you can't just say if it's un, you can't just look at, you know, has it been unearned? You have to look at the source, the context, right? Is it a private inheritance, right? Private property, or is it a government dictating, right, that the state, at the state level, that these corporations, that they uh, discriminate? And when they discriminate, they're basically allowing certain races of people, let's just say blacks, to get jobs, right, for which they, quote unquote, didn't earn in the free market. Or the company didn't, wouldn't have necessarily chose them or hired them. So you get a job and you're, you're providing value to this company in exchange for dollars or for, for money. If you're not providing value for the company, why would they pay you, right? Or, you know, or why would they pay you as much? You get a salary increase, you know, you get a salary increase if you're providing more value to the company. Now this, what I'm talking about here requires a certain context, right? If you don't understand economics or if you don't understand business, you may not agree with this. Or if you don't like capitalism, you may not agree with this. So this, this whole thing, um, what I'm talking about here requires the same sort of framework. And if you're not on my, you know, if you don't have the same framework as I do, you may not see things as I do. Okay. So just, just, just as a disclaimer, but you know, we, we as society are keenly aware of things that are unearned, right? But, but, but again, we need to look at the source of this, of this thing that we consider unearned and see if it's legitimate, right? And I would argue that, uh, you know, again, private property, inheritance, that's legitimate if you respect property rights, right? But you have to have the same framework and context as, as I do to come to that conclusion. Now, the, the unearned right job that you might get because you're black and there's affirmative action, people are aware of that. People don't like that. Why is it? Well, it's because the source of it 
the unearned, right? Maybe they, maybe they're not providing as much value as someone else could, but they're, but they get the job, right? Or they get paid regardless. Maybe, you know, uh, the company has to hire them, right? Or the company is being forced to hire them, uh, through actions of the state by mandating affirmative action. So people are keenly aware that some people get benefits, right? They, they get hired and don't provide as much value perhaps, but they get hired anyways because of the state mandated law. This is considered by many people to be like an unearned privilege, right? An unearned privilege. Um, so, so, um, People, people don't like, people don't like when people get things that are unearned. And again, not just, not really just unearned, but in a way that, uh, is illegitimate. So like, I think the state dictating, you know, there's certain hiring quotas of of black people or whatever, that is illegitimate or that should be considered illegitimate, illegitimate. Um, so is it? is it necessarily like a fraud? Well, I don't think, I think the fraud is that people who wanted affirmative action ran to the state to, to force companies to, to hire, right. To hire uh, black people at certain rates, right. Certain quotas, right. Uh, just because their, their race, I think the fraud is that they went to government to impose these standards or mandates and to get, to get, uh, affirmative action and um, that's part of the fraud I think that that maybe you could call that fraud um, and so I think I think it's easier to think about it as unearned but also illegitimate right um, an unearned privilege where you're getting something for nothing right well or it's not exactly nothing, but let's just say that you're getting this job opportunity, um, and you're, you're, you're getting it illegitimately through affirmative action law. Um, and we, I'm going to compare this to Bitcoin. It's going to be weird if you don't know about cryptocurrencies, but Bitcoin is also creating something for nothing. Like it's, it's creating Bitcoin out of thin air. Um, there's no real work to create the Bitcoin. It's just a farce. This proof of work concept that, that is the process to create the Bitcoin. Uh, and then the fraud is, or the con is when they trade these new bit, these Bitcoins for real things in the market. Now Bitcoin has a price, but it has no value. Um, it's kind of the same concept as someone getting an unearned privilege illegitimately. So an unearned privilege right? Um, through the state, through this mandate from the state that forces companies to hire certain groups of people, right? Um, it's, it's like they're getting this cushy job at Google or something, uh, just because of their race, you know? And these, these are like coveted jobs or position, you know, you know, a place at a really elite college. Um, they're getting this stuff. They're getting these, you know, these coveted jobs or whatever, uh, in an unearned fashion where we, we assume that like, we assume that the best people will, will get these spots. We assume that there's free competition, right? We assume that, uh, you have a fair chance, but 
I think part of the problem is that when someone puts out a job ad, like we assume that they're going to be looking for people, screening for the right skills, right? They're going to interview you, but maybe they should have to say on there, we're only looking for black people, right? If that's what they want, maybe they should say that because it's sort of unfair to have this general job description out there, right? But then really you're only looking for a certain type of people. Maybe colleges too should have to do that. Where they say, look, we're only going to, for these slots, we're only going to look for, you know, black people. And they actually are starting to do that now. And it's, it's really, it disgusts a lot of white people and Asian people. They get really pissed off when, when someone says, look, we're, we're looking only for a black person for this position or a minority or, you know, woman or whatever. Uh, it really pisses a lot of, you know, whites and Asians off because you're, because we're not, we have these laws that, that are on the books that say we're, equal under the law. We're not supposed to discriminate, but then they have all these additional additions that they've made to civil rights law that, um, allows affirmative action and, and mandates quotas. So what's going on in this country is we need clarity. We need this case to come up to the Supreme court because no one knows what's allowed and what's not. Everyone thinks, okay, well, affirmative action has been going on so long, but wait, it, it, it doesn't jive well with this, you know, equality under the law that we can't discriminate. It doesn't jive with that. So, you know, pick one. And that's what the Supreme Court is supposed to do. It's supposed to resolve what is the law and does do these other laws, do they fit consistently under this law? And if not, you know, we need to change it or we just need more clarity, right? We need more clarity. We're not, we're not even sure what, what is allowed, what's not. And that's a problem. (laughs) So, um, what if, you know, what if this affirmative action law gets, uh, overturned? What, what kind of like shockwaves will that have? I mean, huge shockwaves. Number one, I think people will ignore the law and uh, you know what, this is a pretty lawless country they could probably get away with ignoring it. I mean, you, you know, what what's going to happen if the Supreme Court says affirmative action is no longer allowed, but all these universities are secretly still doing it or companies are doing it? How are you going to catch them? It's going to be extremely difficult to catch to catch anyone. You have to bring a lawsuit and this lawsuit, right, is going to have to be decided in a court of law. So I feel like if people don't want to stop affirmative action, which these companies clearly don't, I wrote this brief, it's going to, like, even if the Supreme Court overturns it, they'll keep, they'll keep doing it. And just like as a cost of business, they'll just say, okay, we might have some cases that are brought against us, but we're still going to do affirmative action. We're just maybe not be as public about it. We're going to try to hide it, or maybe we'll try another method to do it, to justify it. But we're, we're just going to eat the cost perhaps of, you know, a court case, a lawsuit against us. Now, if, they could do that to the extent that, that, that these judgments might, that might be found against them are not that large, right? Kind of like cryptocurrency. Back to the cryptocurrency analogy, um, you know, often these companies just get a slap on the wrist. They get a, f- a small fine, right? This is a really small fine they have to pay if they break the law in their cryptocurrency business, you know, selling unregistered securities like BlockFi uh, did, and they got a $100 million fine. And, you know, they should have been thrown in jail, right? They broke the law, right? They should have been criminally prosecuted. Uh, they should have been fined a lot larger uh, amount. 
Um, they should have admitted to their wrongdoing. I think they actually had a settlement, right? But I think I think this was far too low because this was SEC, but it was also bundled all the different states, right, that jumped in on it. And there weren't even that many states that jumped in. So, uh, he, you know, small fine, small potatoes, all these cryptocurrency companies are are constantly weighing like risk reward. What's my potential reward? And it's huge. What's my potential risk? Maybe a slap on the wrist, you know, probably not even jail time. So there's this huge incentive to break the law in cryptocurrency space. Um, there's going to be a huge incentive probably to also break the law with affirmative action if it's overturned because so many people rely on it. So many, it's like, it's so entrenched, right? There's, there's diversity hires, there's divert, there's HR departments, there's, you know, there's this also ideology that it's the moral thing to do, right? The black community, most of them, they love affirmative action. They want to keep their power, right? So if I were black, right, I, you know, you know, if, if, if black privileges are being taken away, it's, it's, it looks like you're, you're reducing black uh, power in the country, right? And, you know, if affirmative action isn't there to help them get into Harvard and they have to go, you know, completely on merit, well, we've seen the standard tests, right? They won't get in at, at these numbers at their current testing rates, uh, testing score rates. So they're going to be in less powerful positions because a lot of powerful positions hire from these elite schools, you know, a lot of you know, this, this woman who's now Biden's um, cyber cybersecurity head, IT, she came from Google. Well, Google probably had a affirmative action to hire her. Because if you just looked at, you know, Google's the most elite company, perhaps, they're going to hire from these elite schools, you know, heavy math and science. You know, I doubt she got in on merit. So she would have never got Google job. She would have never got um, the position at the White House. Right? So all of this stuff... All, you know, reducing affirmative action will reduce the amount of power that black people have in this country, for sure. And blacks don't like that. I get it. You know, I get it. But that power is sort of illegitimate if it's not earned legitimately. Like, so, and I get that, I get that blacks are going to be upset about this, but um, we have to have equality under the law. Right. And you can't have you can't have a government forcing other people to discriminate. And by by forcing them to hire blacks, you're discriminating against everybody else. Right. Who's non-black. That's discrimination from the state. And uh, white people and Asian people are 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 infuriated by this. Infuriated. Right. They resent you for this. Right. And they see blacks coming into power and 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 squeezing even harder, calling for reparations. Right. Calling for additional um, help for black people or privileges. Right. For blacks. And if you're black, you tend to like you think this is a great thing because it helps you out, helps your race. Um, but if you're not black, this is just seen as illegitimate. Right. In, in infuriating, to be honest. <laughs> um but it goes back to this original context and framework of you have to be on the same pages as a as, as somebody who believes in equality under the law, you know, in capitalism, in the government, you know, being 
sort of neutral, right, to businesses and to trade groups, right, not not doling out favors to interest groups or to racial groups. Um, you have to be okay with this idea that we want equality under the law, but that doesn't mean equality between people, right? There's poor people, there's poor white people, there's, there's rich white people, there's poor black people, there's rich black people. And the races, different races, they have different cultures, they have different goals, right? They have different characteristics, different behaviors. The averages in IQ are different. This is something that people don't, don't think that they can talk about today, right? It's just like off limits. But if whites are going to be held responsible in the black person's eye for all of their problems and, you know, that they achieve less and they have less wealth, well, then whites need to be able to defend themselves and to be able to make the claim that, that IQ is very important. And we're not looking at any individual here. There's really, really smart blacks, right? But if we're looking at a bell curve distribution of IQ, Asians have higher IQ and Jews have higher IQ than Caucasian whites. Um, Jews have the highest, East Asians have second highest, right? So whites aren't even on top. Um, so uh, this explains, this doesn't explain everything, but on average it explains why some races tend to do better than others. On average, right? Um, so whites need to be able to make these arguments and their defense. Like if you are accusing someone of murder, they're allowed to make a defense, right? You are allowed to defend yourself. Um, you're allowed to throw every argument, you know, at the court to defend yourself. You're allowed to do this. Um, and, you know, we should be granted the same uh, rights, right? Even if it's offensive, Right. Even if 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 people don't want to hear it, uh, you're accusing you're accusing a certain group of people of something horrendous and they should be able to defend themselves. Don't you think they should be able to defend themselves? You know, offensive things. You have to get used to hearing offensive things. Again, you're not talking about any individual's IQ. You're talking about averages. You're looking for data. You're looking for any other possible explanation for this wealth disparity, but wealth disparity is a thing of capitalism, you know, and if you don't agree with that, if you think that that is wrong, you are coming at it from a different framework than I am, right? You, we're never going to agree on anything if your framework or context is that you believe in socialism or communism, uh, we're never going to agree. But again, even right now, you think that what we have today is capitalism. That's just the ideal. That's what, you know, that's the ideal, but we don't have capitalism today. There's no way we have capitalism today. So what we have now is a state-run economy. I'd even call it fascism because we have private profits, right? But we have we have government control over these corporations, dictating to them what to do, like controlling them, doing their bidding often, uh, you know, censoring social media, etc. Uh, we see it with affirmative action, demanding, you know, that, that blacks get preferences, uh, so um, we don't have a free system today, right? Uh, but I, again, we're not going to be on the same page. If you believe that, that everyone should have the same amount of wealth, every individual, right? Or the races should all be equal in, in their wealth attainment. Because if, if you believe in free will, capitalism, people are going to make decisions in their life. You know, good decisions, bad decisions, profitable ones. You know, some people are going to bet wrong. 
right? You can't control for that unless you're just a statist who wants to just dole, make sure everybody has the same amount of wealth, regardless of, of what they contribute to society, right? Or, or the work that they do. And if you don't believe that, then we're not going to believe in on anything, uh, on anything. And we're probably not going to believe, uh, on, you know, whether affirmative action is good or not either. Um, so the context matters, right? Uh, your beliefs matter. Um, yeah. So anyways, I'm going to leave it here.